Welcome to C3 Church, Queens Beach. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoyed this message today. Welcome to Celebration Sunday. And we're celebrating the cultural diversity uh, in this house and all the uh, heritage from the nations that, uh, that we are blessed with. Uh, in planning for, for today, I, I, I had an idea. I thought maybe we could get everyone to do a little musical item from, from their country of origin, but I was sort of shut down and smacked down. And then I thought, well, maybe we can have like a little fashion parade. And uh, we can have some Laura wearing some ponchos or and whatever else is, is out there. But I was smacked down again on that. And we'd send it to land back onto uh, cuisine from each uh, nation. Who's happy we landed on cuisine? Yeah. Maybe next year we'll do the little. So start practicing now. And I'll, I don't mind it because it's, it's, it's a touch of heaven. You know, Jesus describes the kingdom of God. He says, the kingdom of God is like. You want to know what the kingdom of God li- is like? The kingdom of God is like a banquet. And everybody is invited to it. And if you read that description of of what the kingdom of heaven is, Jesus says, go to every highway, go to every byway, every nation, every tribe, every tongue, every social strata, Jews and Gentiles, everybody is invited. Nobody is to be excluded from the goodness of God. And so whilst we're celebrating who we are and our cultural diversity, as we drill down a little bit further, it's a tribute to God's faithfulness and his commitment to save the whole world. No one is excluded. And we see the flags behind us, and thanks for all the people who put the flags up, uh, as a tribute to God's faithfulness to his promise to save the world. Matthew 24, 14, Jesus says this. He's being quizzed. There's three chapters in Matthew around about 24. And he's being quizzed about by by his disciples. When's the end going to come, Jesus? What are the signs? And Jesus says this. He says, this gospel of the kingdom... This gospel of God's love, God's favour, God's acceptance for everyone is going to be preached to the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And we can see God's faithfulness. And then, then the end shall come. If you wonder what we're about, what spiritual age we live in, we are living in the age where the gospel is being preached to every nation. And that's our number one task. And we see God's faithfulness despite opposition from centuries and centuries. The devil trying to stop. Jesus says, no, my church is going to grow and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And where did the church start? We've got the flag of Israel there. And where's it gone now? All over the world. God is faithful. And this is a tribute to his promise. So we have people here today, we heard them, who have heard the gospel and have been saved in Afrikaans in South Africa, in Spanish in El Salvador, in Spanish in the Philippines? Yes, Spanish in the Philippines. Australia, we heard it in English. Uh, Mary from Croatia heard the gospel in Croatian. Jesus is true to his word. This gospel will be preached in all the world, every nation, every tribe, and every tongue. Christianity is not a tribal religion. The glory of God breaks into every nation, every tribe, every culture, and brings salvation to all. I grew up in two cultures. Thank you. You can applaud anytime. Yeah. I grew up in two cultures. It can be confusing. And I, I love my culture, it's, but it's where I'm from. It's not where I've landed. You know? I was Greek on my mum's side and Irish on my dad's side. 
And growing up, it was a little bit confusing because on the Greek side, I'd go to family gatherings and they'd go, everybody loves Stephen. You know, you are so beautiful. I'd go to my Irish and they'd be, don't be an idiot all your life, young one. <laughs> you know? If I left food on my plate here, it was an insult. If I left food on my plate, if I didn't leave food on my plate here, it was an insult. I'm getting all confused. You know, it was polite to leave some food. It was impolite to leave some food. I didn't know where I was. <laughs> Greek side, kiss on the cheek. You know, even the men, you'd get three kisses. You know, if I went to the Irish, they'd go, stop being a pansy. Get away from me. <laughs> it's confusing. But those cultural dis differences disappear. The confusion disappears. In John chapter 1. Jesus says this, he says, or God says this through the, through the apostle. He says, you're, you're not born of a husband's will and you're not born of natural descent. You are born of God. God is your true father. God is your true inheritance. And when I look back and go on my natural side, I've got parents and grandparents and great-grandparents and so on. And I grab, grab a heritage from so many places. But when I'm born again, when I'm born of the Spirit, then my heritage is much more simple. It's me and my Father in heaven. And the heritage I speak of is a heritage of salvation. It's a heritage of freedom. It's a heritage of eternal life. And it's peace and it's hope and it's joy in the Holy Spirit. And no matter what culture you've come from, we understand that as one when we are born again and awakened to what God who God is and what he has done in our life. And it doesn't matter who you meet. You know, I can, Laura, I met, I don't know how many years ago, Laura, from El Salvador. And I didn't know who she was. And all of a sudden she starts doing, God is so good. I go, yeah, you're right, God is so good. And she said, what would I be without the grace of God? And I go, yes, what would I be without the grace of God? We have nothing in common as far as how we were brought up naturally. But we are now one family. When I'm born again, when you're born again, God brings us into one family, one language, one purpose, one destiny. And he brings us together into one kingdom that we might praise the name of God and tell of his wondrous deeds. In, in, in the, the letter that Peter writes to, to the church, he says, Don't you know that you are a holy and royal priesthood? You are a nation that is here to declare the praises of God and to speak of his wondrous deeds. And isn't it great that we see it in so many languages? Let me read this quote. This isn't my idea. This is someone else's. The praise that Jesus receives from all the languages is more beautiful because of its diversity than if it were only one language and one people singing that praise. If there were no diversity of languages, the, glory, the global glory of the gospel of Christ would not shine as beautifully. God's grace would not be revealed as beautifully as it does through the prism of a thousand languages. It was a spectacular sin on the plains of Shinar, the Tower of Babel is where we came from. But what does that multiplicity of languages do? It gives rise and it ends in the most glorious praise to Christ from every language on earth. Let me read to you that scene, it's in the book of Revelation. And they sang a new song, Revelation 5. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain and with your blood you purchased for God 
people from every tribe and language and people and nation. And we see the truth of that across the back wall there, don't we? You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God, and they will reign on earth. And in Revelation 7, After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, every tribe, people and language. There are going to be people from the Matu tribe. If you were here two weeks ago, we were into the Pilbara. They will be there. Every tribe that hasn't been reached with the gospel yet will be reached with the gospel. And then the end will come. And they were standing. White robes were holding palm branches in their hands. And they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. We win in the end. In heaven, what's the picture? Everybody, every nation, every tribe is of one voice, is of one mind, is of one spirit, declaring God's greatness and who he is. And we live, we live between the going and the coming back of Jesus. Welcome, Peter. And welcome, Pastor Cherry. Yeah. All the way from Indonesia. And there's the Indonesian flag right on the end there, Peter. You might can't see it, but it's there. Jesus said the end will come when the gospel is preached to every tribe, nation and tongue. And we live between the going of Jesus and the coming back of Jesus. And what's he waiting for? He's waiting for the gospel to be preached to every nation, every tribe and every tongue. You and I have the privilege to be engaged in the greatest pursuit the fulfillment of God's plan. When God looks at history and he looks at the spiritual age we are in, he goes, here are the people that I have given the task of preaching the gospel to every nation. God in his wisdom has chosen you, has chosen us, and together we can make that happen. It's actually the key to fulfilling life. Our culture talks a lot about success. What's a successful life? And when we start talking about success, we can cross over into the, what are my plans? What are my goals? How am I going to feel satisfied with what's going on? Fulfillment is a much better goal. And fulfillment will only be satisfied when we align our pursuits up with God's plan. And God's plan in this age is to build the church. God's plan in this age is to see the gospel preached to every tribe, every nation, every tongue. And God is true to his commitment. And with you or without you, it's going to happen. Can I advise you to hop on board and make it happen and be part of it? So what does that look like for us? It looks like this. It looks like this. For us, it's beyond. There are many other ways to do it, but for us, it's beyond. And if you get that card and look at it, what does it look like? It looks like Pastor Rachel and Pastor Ryan Waters in Mumbai speaking Indian and reaching the upper castes of uh, Indian society in, in Mumbai. It looks like Pastor Nat and Pastor Lowe, if you were here last week, preaching the Matu, preaching to the Matu. And I was speaking to, to Lowe and I said, what are you going to do next? He said, well, we've got uh, Jigalong and we're going to Cotton Creek, then we're going to Nullagine. And I said, what about after that? He said, I forget the name of it. There's another community further out. And I said, where are you going after that? He said, there's another community out after that, and it takes us to the Northern Territory border. And when I think about the ends of the earth, I reckon you can't get further than, <laughs> you know, the Tropic of 
Capricorn on the border of WA and Northern Territory. Yeah. You know, and we can be a part of that. I will never meet someone from that community in all likelihood, but I will be a part of changing their life because the gospel gets preached. We have Peter and Bali Life Foundation and C3 the Booklet and Bahasa being preached on the streets to the, to the street kids there and to their parents and they're brought into the street centre and so on it goes. Jesus claiming and inviting people from every tribe, nation and tongue. In the end, it will be achieved. God's plans and purposes will be fulfilled and we have the privilege of being a part of that in our Beyond program. We're going to hear from, from Peter in a sec, but let me just close in prayer before I hand back to Pastor Nicole. Let me pray. And I pray from Pastor Jason and Pastor Emma, Emma's uh, email that went out, and there was a wonderful prayer on there for Beyond. So why don't you just close your eyes? It doesn't make you more holy. It just makes you able to focus a little bit better. Father, we commit into this Beyond that the blur of life will not blur the blueprint of your call on our heart we will see with eyes of faith father the seasons of life will not trick us into thinking that my call to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth does not matter anymore for I am called in every season father I thank you that the temptations in this life will not lead me to fragmenting your call flee from me Satan and Father, I thank you that the inadequacies in my life that I feel will not disqualify me from your call because Jesus, you are my resume and qualification. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more of our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, head to c3hh.com.au forward slash give.